Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. This is Dave Hodges of The Common Sense Show. You're going to hear a show on the total takeover of our society. and It's very disturbing, and we're making this a simulcast between our visual and our audio venues and we're going to refer to some charts but we will describe the charts and their data even if you can't see them on the audio and i wanted to make sure that uh, you know we're going to cover it that way this is one of the most important broadcasts that we have ever made here on the common sense show and uh, please take this with all seriousness and spread the, the word so we can rise up against this thanks for joining us and we'll be going right to doug thornton on the doug and dave intel report in just a moment Hello, America. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. And you can tell this is the Doug and Dave Intel Report. Doug Thornton, American Vindicta, me, the Common Sense Show. Together, we are the Intel Report. Uh, We're going to go over a topic that I've been giving a lot of attention to, and I've been giving it sporadically. And I have to tell you, I saw the most amazing flipping interview today. It was incredible. It was uh, Danella. Carboni of Stansbury Research has a great show. Love her show. She had on uh, famed economist Doug Casey, who's everywhere. CNN, MSNBC, Fox. He's everywhere. And he's good guy. Good common sense. And they hit some of this stuff. They talked a lot about CBDC. And Doug said, uh, central banks are a bad idea. And CBDC is a bad idea on steroids. I almost fell out of my chair, but it's related to what we're going to talk about here because yesterday, Klaus Schwab's illegitimate daughter made the statement that we're going to have lockdowns. Now, she had a specific link on the cause, but there's other people saying other things, and I thought we would take a little time here in the beginning um, and just let this play out. What is going to be the cause of the lockdowns? And I will tell you this. That's when they'll bring in CBDC. So, uh, Doug, I'll let you start off. If you were to hazard a guess today, what would be the preemptive event leading to lockdowns? Well, I recently went over this, and there are a smorgasbord of acceptable, plausible reasons why you could see a lockdown within the next year. Um, Plandemics count on there being more than one, all right? Not just COVID, but the new Crimean Congo and then the Marburg's disease. It's endless, right? It really is endless. Um, I'll give you a couple others, some things that I've seen. One is quietly coming about, and that is that there is a new um, aggressive, potentially violent Christian revolution in America that the leftists say uh, could start the next civil war. They base this loosely upon um, recent revivals that have been happening in America, uh, the revolts from the Christian community towards the LGBTQRS pedophilia gang, and uh, which are loosely called amphibians, and then they also want to correlate that with Trump being uh, indicted for a third time, potentially jailed, uh, which would obviously be a death sentence for Donald Trump. So we have those. You have always the potential for World War. And 
I think, honestly, it's kind of like what we have said before. Every 12 hours is a new emergency. Yeah, yeah. And And we're talking about events that are connected by narrative. So whatever the driving force of the narrative is, that's what you'll see. You know what you haven't heard of? Um, within the last probably eight months is you haven't heard DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, come out with a updated national terrorism advisory warning for whatever they think the right is doing lately. Um, I have heard them say that they expect another January 6th, which when I hear that, I automatically say, well, they're planning another January 6th. So, yeah. uh, I mean, honestly, Let me jump it, in. Let me jump in here. I don't want to get too far away from something you said earlier. Go ahead. You've talked about the Christians. And they're trying to pin civil strife on Christians. Yes. But I will tell you this. I'm seeing signs now that Christians have had enough. Yes. I'm not saying that's I'm not saying that's going to translate into violence. Let me give you an example. There's a church we attend fairly regularly. We got turned off to it two years ago when a pastor stood up and one of the assistant pastors and said, and you know this story, um, Romans 13, he may not be a godly man, but he's God's man. you got to do what he says. And I'm thinking, okay, uh, but where's the catch? In other words, if this ungodly man tells us to murder six million Jews in concentration camps, is that okay? Because he's God's man? Uh, I had a real problem with that. And you've heard me tell that story. Jamie Walden and I had an in-depth discussion about that. Now, I'm in the same church this past Sunday, yesterday. And the senior pastor was there. And I like him. He's a good guy. And the senior pastor, this is the biggest set of churches all linked together in the Phoenix metropolitan area. He, He has to be careful, 501c3. And he said, Satan is starting his assault in the schools. And he had the teachers stand up in church and acknowledge them and encourage them. That's a huge step forward from two years ago. Do what the hell your leaders tell you with no qualification. Um, I see that as a sign that the Christians have had enough. I'm a Christian, and I've had enough. I know you've had enough. Now, am I ready to pick up a, a AK-47 or whatever is convenient? No. Uh, That's not what I mean by have enough. Have enough means I'm not doing what these bastards tell me. Yes. You know, they're not worried about us starting a revolt, a violent revolt, because in all honesty, there's more of us than there is them. Even the silent majority is waking up and speaking out. However, as we've seen historically in the past, you will have rumblings, murmurings, You'll have complaints and gripes and then a few protests. And then you'll have a few people who will say, we are mad as hell and we're not going to take this anymore. And in walks the FBI right into your little meeting and they set you up and then they lock you away and there's nothing you seem to be able to do about it. So Mm -hmm. what they cannot stop is the will of God's people, of the children of God standing up and praying in agreement together to take down this cabal of evil agents working for Lucifer. They do not like the fact that we openly recognize that America has become Babylon. And I don't care if you say the spirit. I don't care what metaphor you want to say. Babylon would blush at the rate America is going. I don't, think, I don't think Babylon had drag queens in first grade. Well, you know... Jonathan Kahn, uh, the great rabbi Jonathan Kahn, has made some very interesting historical correlations to the fact that the three main pantheons of gods that the Israelites and those within the Levant area used to worship actually did have the the blood cult rituals. They had the war, they had the politics, and they mm-hmm. also had the over-sexualization of the people and the sacrificing of innocent blood. We have that on an industrial scale. And not only do we have that on an industrial scale, Dave, we farm that out, and we plan it out, and then we fund it for other nations. So we are, have become more than just whoring after 
our aspirations of becoming diabolical, we now teach other nations and fund them on how to also worship Satan in the open. That cannot be honored by a righteous God. So, as Satan knows his time is short, as Revelation has told us, so do these people who worship him. They believe the beast system will overcome the kingdom of God. So we are always going to be the enemies, period. You can never do anything right. You will always do something wrong. If you willfully, brave, with, with bravery, stand up for Christ, you will be afflicted by them. Jesus said that. If they hated me, they're going to hate you. So you might as well just accept that one, Christians. Do not be a fear. Our God has already won this battle. However, Dave, there will be real repercussions. CBDC. Guess what eventually is going to happen with CBDC? CBDC eventually is going to merge with the Constitution. And eventually, the Constitution, your Bill of Rights, and your financial institutions will all become one thing along with the medical institutions, along with the draft, along with how you can buy, purchase, or sell the beast, the Antichrist system. We are seeing the infrastructure of the Antichrist system being created before our very eyes. And we already know that we will not, Christians will not, partake in it. So once again, there's another strike against us. What we're talking about simply, Dave, is control over the will of people and then the people's will. I say that as long as Christians are willing to stand up, become martyrs, um, defeat these masses of people by the word of our testimony, there is no hope for us on the man scale. That's why the Son of Man has to come back. Here I am evangelizing. Praise God. If you don't know Jesus, accept him into your heart. Uh, but this is what the real fight that me and Dave talk about is really about. That's the real context. You, If anyone thinks that your vote matters, you are, are not awakened to what's really going on. If you think that you can escape the pollution in the air, the pollution in your water, the pollution in your food. If you think you can escape the beast system, then you are not reading the Bible as it is laid out in front of you. Dave, I will say this. Um, what will bring on the next lockdowns? People who resist this system. You, you see so you're, it right you're pretty now. sure it's going to be CBDC. I think it is. If I think I think CBDC has, is going to come after the fact. I think we're going to be locked down first. We'll be bankrupt because we won't be working. And uh, and I think that that will be, hey, look, the economy's failed. But, gee, we got this magic answer over here. It's called CBDC. So I, I would say lockdown first, and then I think CBDC. Which one came first, the chicken or the egg? CBDC. I, I, I think there's going to be an order, though. I don't, I don't think it's either or. I, th- I think it's. They've got to collapse the system to get people to accept the new one. Look at, look at Civil okay. War. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me finish the, the point. Let me, the finish this, let me finish this point, though. If they came with CBDC tomorrow and people looked at it and says, no, and hell no, the people are going to have to be in crisis to accept it. That's, that's why I say there's an order to it. You know, we say that, but three-quarters of Americans don't know how many moons orbit Earth. That's a trick question. It's three, There's isn't only one. it? Uh, right. <laughs> Look, most people, most young people, which is the majority of Americans, do not know who the first president is. They don't even know one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've seen these videos, right? Mm-hmm. It is disgusting. No, I, I know. I know these people. It's it's disgusting how retarded we have become as a people, and we we are going to pay the piper for that. You know, I mean, what their diabolical schemes did in schools worked. It worked. And now we have to deal with this class of reprobates, which stems from the elderlies to the preteens now. Um, America is more than just divided 50-50. America is divided, I would dare say, 60-40, 65-35. Every day I look and we do nothing, 
I take that percentage down a fraction because the more Americans sit on their hands and they allow a runaway train, which is the United States federal government and the Federal Reserve, the more they let this runaway train roll down the track, eventually it's going to hit another train. You're going to have the the immovable force and the object that refuses to slow down and de-escalate, which is the American government's need and want for war, and then the financial bubble that's not going anywhere. Either one of these two things collide. The financial bubble bus, uh, bus, which there goes all your precious savings, and then war happens because these two always follow each other like a tail on a comet. They always follow one another. It's almost predictable, right? It's almost predictable. It could be war. That's Listen, it, it could be war. I, 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 but I don't think these people want to destroy their civilization. Uh, the war. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time or is milking the country dry destroying america which is the goal i don't think they're going to destroy their civilizations what they want to do is they want to have a designated war in a designated area that they have designated can be let go i.e the middle east ukraine mexico Maybe uh, certain cities in America that they're more than willing to let die. They're not going to let their redoubts die. But the common people, they, they do not care about. I you agree know, with it, that. I agree. I agree. But there, I, I, I don't think we're going to have all-out nuclear war. I'm not saying we no. won't have some detonations. Mm-hmm. Let me show you something here, too. No, I always go back to the grid. This is something that is related to what we're talking about. So give me just a little leeway here, and I'll show you. This is from uh, the Tucson Daily Star, Tucson.com, a city of about a million people, you know, about two hours south of Phoenix, uh, about an hour north of the border. Climate Action Plan envisions transforming Tucson's way of life. And, And look at this paragraph right here. A newly adopted climate action plan 
And they say later in the article is based on climate emergency, which is exactly what Klaus Schwab's illegitimate daughter said. Uh, plan calls for transforming sprawling Tucson into a 15 minute city in which people can access daily necessities within a 15 minute walk or bicycle ride from home. In that paragraph, it's very telling. There will be no cars. In fact, I'll, I'll say this. People who are older, approaching Social Security age or in it or past it, listen to me. You're not going to be able to get to the store to get medicine. There's not going to mm-hmm. be an Uber to take you to get your groceries. Guess what, folks? They're not planning on having you around. But, can I answer, uh, can I answer something into the 15-minute cities? Barack Obama was one of the brainchilds of this. And they started this off, actually, a long time ago in Africa. Remember when he toured Africa? You don't need cars. You don't need air conditions. You don't need this. You don't need that. While he drove around on, you know, in, in a, a beefed-up limo and drove all, or flew all the way around the world on a jet, um, what they're also going to do is, uh, I don't know if every house in America has been updated yet, but I assume eventually they will, at least every new housing is, but your smart meter, your smart meter right now can shut off all the power in your house. Do you not think that in a 15 minute city, when you, when you say 15 minute city, I want you to go back to judge dread and then consider mega cities and grids. Okay. So every 15 minute city is a grid. You have, you know, let's, say one mega city you'll have a hundred grids and so if you live in grid 100 you don't pay your bill you start the riot black lives matter republican marching maga celebration bam there goes the power stop what you're doing go back home and comply or roast in the sun or freeze in the winter that kind of control is one of the things that they're also going after which is why just like in ireland they want to have a zero carbon infrastructure which is the most ludicrous insane thing i've ever heard of in my life yeah everything look listen to this look at this right here the plan's goal for tucson by the way it's passed carbon neutral yeah look at this it passed five to nothing it's already it's already policy folks they're taking part of it to scottsdale too another story for another time hey who got the vote for that the city council that was it Oh, amazing, huh? Yeah. Um, Okay, here's what it says. Carbon neutral by 2045, achieving the same status by 2030. Uh, Agenda 2030, folks, UN. Okay. Carbon neutrality would mean no more heat-trapping carbon dioxide gases would be released into the air here, captured by trees, other means within the city. And what that basically means is no cars. But let me tell you something. You cannot run one electrical device and be carbon neutral. Technically, you can't fart and be carbon neutral. And I'm not being gross. I'm being accurate. So what they're saying to you is you're not going to heat your home. You're not going to be able to air condition your home. You're not going to be able to cook anything. Anything that requires energy is forbidden. It's right here, carbon neutral. And by, basically, they're outlawing CO2. And you know what they're really after? We're the CO2 they want to get rid of. Well, yeah, at first it was the cows and then it was the people. You know, Glenn Beck. Uh, first they came for the cows, then they came for the people, and there was no one left to speak. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Glenn Beck, many years ago, wrote a book called Agenda 21. Yeah. It's one of the first books me and my wife ever read together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was a wake-up call for both of us. In this uh, fictional novel, which is very much not fictional anymore, um, every family had a treadmill-like device that was in their home, and that treadmill device had to be powered for certain hours out of the day to generate the electricity that was needed to run your community. And this was sanctioned by your community leaders, and you had the law enforcement military slash like um ss that patrolled every home every block and if you didn't generate enough electricity they would come and uh, i can't remember what they would do that deal with you let's say that they would deal with you you will get on your hamster wheel you will get the steps in and you will generate enough of your um 
uh, socialistic energy to supply the community. And every mother, father, and child in a household had to do it. It was mandatory. School was then completely shortened. And, uh, you know, I mean, more or less, the state ran your life and you were just a battery for their existence. That that level of totality, that level of totalitarianism is what is coming to America. I see it like being broken down in a couple of classes. I have it more or less listed in six classes. First class is the surf class. Second class is the law enforcement, the ones who enforce the rules. Third class is going to be your politicians. Your fourth class is going to be the lower to middle rank elite. Fifth class is the higher rank elite. And number six is the Antichrist. That is the class system, kind of like with Japan's old class system, that you will eventually see. I've said this many times. Dave has said this many times. The way our politicians view us is we are the surf class that serves them and their needs. I mean, look at these pompous people on their podiums, perched up two or three feet higher than you in their assemblies and your city councils and Congress. They're always looking down upon you as if they are um, exalted in front of you. This is what we have to fight. Who elects these damn people? And and even so, Dave, with this 15-minute city uh, proposal or, or policy, I guess that's now approved, can you combat that with your vote? Can you go out and protest to stop uh, it? Yeah, I'm going to address that in a minute. Uh, but I think you can make a difference. But elections suck, but hold on to that. Look at this right here. I'm not going to play this clip. That's the mayor. That's the city clerk. And over here off to the left out of the picture is this guy, Steve Kozichik, uh Ward 6, vice mayor. This was the city council meeting. And you're right, they're perched up. I've watched this. This was passed into law March 6, 2023. And you can see it right here. It's called Item 9, and the name of the program is called Tucson Resilient Together. Okay, so this is the 15-minute city there. Uh, people of Tucson don't even know this is happening. People of Tucson don't even know that within six and a half years, you will not have an automobile, probably sooner. You'll have to have a digital ID to go from one segment to another, and you need permission. And if they catch you out of it, it's an imprisonable offense with a high fine. And the thing is, this goes hand in hand with CBDC. They're going to lock you down. They're going to control everything you do and say by CBDC, and they're going to tie it to all your resources. It's going to be – Doug Casey said this. I think he reads my stuff. The example he used on Daniela uh, Carboni's show is he said, yeah, he said they tested this out up in Canada with the uh, truckers in Ottawa. I think, yeah, I kind of said that. This was a beta test to see if the Canadians would rise up and, and take action against their government for stealing the funds of the truckers or anyone that supported them in any way. And they didn't. The Canadians failed. And uh, people in Tucson here had no idea. Now, they're lying their butt off. Look at this. And I'll address the elections here in a second. We used over 5,000 people. Yeah, okay, I work in this business every day. I'm sensitive to this. I'm on top of things. Doug's on top of things. Doug, did you hear about this? Yep. You never heard about this? For you. Um, The goal, C40 is the name of the plan. The goal is to uh, infiltrate 1,000 cities with this poison and they're already making inroads in Scottsdale, which, by the way, that's where Susan Rice has moved to. Isn't that interesting? But she's there. The uh, uh, president, Barack Dementia uh, Biden, <laughs> I'd say he's a mixture because he's really Biden in drag. But anyway, he um, he had an award for the C40 people. And I never saw this. This was never in the media. And this is back when I was still watching Fox. And even Tucker didn't cover this. So I this is right before Tucker was fired when they had that meeting at the White House. And I've seen the clip of it where Biden says, yeah, we need to take this forward. A thousand cities saving the planet. And here's the thing, folks. 
Let me share this with you. You don't see one research study that talks about man-made climate change that's valid, validated, and replicable. In other words, other scientists could go out and do the same research. And if you dare say, where's your research? There's a man, I forget his name now, but he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. He came out today, and early this morning, and he said, climate change is a bunch of crap. And he said, it's wrecking the world's economy. The real crisis, people don't have enough to eat because of this nonsense climate change programs. And by the end of the business day today, he had 10 speaking appearances canceled. And he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. So you can't even express an opinion other than what you're saying. And I will say this, too, about censorship. Um, RFK had a quote today, and boy, was he ever right. RFK Jr. said, never in the history of government have the good guys been the ones who censored. Boy, is he ever right on that. Okay, back to the elections, Doug. I agree with you. If elections really change things in their pure form, Trump would be president and Katie, uh, or excuse me, Carrie Lake would be governor of Arizona and so forth and so on. All right. Now, having said that, the people aren't unified, and that's the problem. And Sarah Westall, Paul Preston, Ted Brewer, myself, um, I forget who else I talked to, um, other colleagues like me, we are going to try to find a third party to run what we'd call, just for lack of a better term, tossthemall.com voting out all the GOP in the primary. And when I ran this idea by Sarah, she goes, oh, I'm on board. She goes, did you hear about this study? And I said, what? She said, people said you would be better off throwing a dart at a phone book and picking that name rather than have someone in Congress representing your interests. And and she says, I'm totally on board with this. So here, here's the deal. And I'm going to say this prescriptively to the audience. Until we get this off the ground, here's one thing you can do. And this is where politics can make a difference. Write a letter to your state senator, your state representative, your federal two senators, your congressperson, and also um, whoever else you want to write to. Blind copy, write the same letter every day. Copy, paste, send. And do a blind copy addressed to yourself. Copy, paste, send. Copy, paste, send. But if we could get people around the country to embrace this anti-incumbency, and getting rid of them. And by the way, Liz Harris is on board with this too. If we could get people to embrace this, then all of a sudden the letters go from maybe a hundred to a thousand to ten thousand to a million. And all of a sudden now you have these people crapping in their pants. They're not even reading the letters. They just look at how many they're getting. And it's okay if it all says the same thing because people are saying the same thing to them. Uh, the one thing I've been saying is we need to get rid of Congress because they're not defending Trump. Jack Smith has broken uh, the law when he withheld exculpatory evidence on J6 about Trump's peaceful message about protesting, and he withheld that. He should be um, disbarred. He should be indicted and put in jail, and Congress isn't even standing up for Trump. They're worthless. They need to go. The GOP needs to be unelected in the primary and let's get Joe the plumber and John the, the butcher into Congress, okay, with overwhelming vote. The message. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Just don't vote for any incumbent. And and I've changed my mind now. We're not going to make exceptions. Uh, it's up to the few right now who might be decent, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, to change the majority or she can go too. And so then we vote out all the incumbents. And all of a sudden now, politics do make a difference. By the way, if this movement got legs, do you not agree with me? We wouldn't have a 2024 election. They'd find a way to stop it, some kind of false flag. Do you agree with that? Yeah, why not? I I pulled up something that I think you would find interesting. And this was wrote September 2022. Doug, hold on before you read that. What's our time left? Because my counter reset. 
How long have we been recording? Do you know? Can you tell? Stand by. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We got to adhere to our network standards. I have lost mine as well. Thank you, oh. Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll we'll go for another thirty minutes. That should be good. I think we can go twenty. Because I think we started around 10, 22, 28. Yeah, we got to go about 22 minutes, okay? Okay. All right, listen to this. Is London already a 15-minute city? Now, I remember London becoming the 15-minute city, and you talk about squeezing everything wrong into one small area. Here's what it says. The concept of the 15-minute city is a model for planning and urban development that makes cities more sustainable and livable for residents. That's complete bullshit. It's being strongly promoted in Paris and also in Melbourne, which is Australia, for those of you who don't know that Australia is its own little continent. Although the size and sprawl of Melbourne means that the concept is known as the 20-minute city or the 20-minute neighborhood. Listen to how quickly this goes downhill. The 15-minute city, who benefits? However, one of the key findings of the uh, two progenitors of this say that people of different ethnicities and socioeconomic status travel for uh, different purposes and use different modes of transport. So immediately they want to take away cars. That's a big thing. All right. I want you to consider that if you needed to flee an area and you have to go by bicycle or by foot, you're screwed for the most part. It says, uh, here are some examples of who this benefits. For work trips, men make more trips overall, while women make a slightly higher number of local trips. When comparing ethnic groups, white people make a slightly higher number of local work trips in comparison to black, Asian, and minority ethnic, which they call BAME people. Those on the lowest income make a slightly higher number of local work trips. For shopping, women make more trips in general and travel longer to get their desired destinations. Individuals in BAME communities travel longer for shopping trips compared to white people. Immediately, this is obviously racist. Although the majority of all income groups travel locally, the lowest income groups travel longer compared to higher income. Rail use is higher for white people, those on higher incomes, and men. Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, yeah. so this is what it goes on. So this is the nuance. I agree. You know, here's the thing that they don't talk about, too, in these 15-minute cities. Uh, you got a kid that grows up, wants to be a lawyer. Is there a law school within 15 minutes? Is there a medical school within 15 minutes? Is there even a college within 15 minutes? No. This is why... They're, they're creating this new thing called localism. Their research highlights the limitations of applying the 15-minute city concept universally across the capital. And this is for London. It says London is, in fact, made up of lots of different types of town centers, including international. Listen to these words. They'll be used again. International centers, metropolitan centers, district centers, and then you're going to have the regional centers where all the really ritzy people are this mix of large centers in london providing economies of scale for a variety of benefits offered to a agglomeration of people what they're trying to do is to create here's another word a central activity zone cas a central activity zone what they have in this diagram is you you have your home and you should be able to go to school work cafe, restaurant, grocery store, pharmacy, leisure community, um, and a open space like a park, and that's all you're able to go to. If you don't think that they can't tie in CBDC to your grid, to your 15-minute perimeter that you're not allowed out of, you're wrong. They will. They will. And as long as you have a smartphone, they can track you. They can track you, shut you down immediately. Now, are you going to have a local fire station, police station? Um, is Antifa going to be held to the 15-minute standard? Is the cartel or the criminals? No. Or the politicians? No. It's always for what they consider to be flyover country, 
the surf class. It's never for them, ever for them. Man, every time I hear this type of stuff, you know, we I know we kind of segued a little bit, but God's leading us this direction for a reason. I go back to Hunger Games every single time. You're going to have districts where you work this, you harvest that, you produce this, and it all gets sent to the capital where they play around all day and they gamble the serfs class away for entertainment. If you can't say that's not the future that's already wrote for us, then you're not reading into this enough. What do you think, Dave? Dave, can you hear me? There we go. Okay. All right. Are we okay? Yep. Let me pull that back up again. Uh, I want you to look at this. Um, look at the date I wrote this article. How the globalists will force us, how force America into the Agenda 21. This is for Agenda 2030 came out. Urban area ghettos. This is a micro apartment. And it's now a popular concept. We have them. I live north of Phoenix, northern rural Maricopa County. But about 60 miles south of me on what they call Grand Avenue leading into a major arterial, Van Buren, uh, there's a bunch of these three to 500 square foot apartments made out of old railroad cars. They have them in San Francisco, in New York. This is in New York right here. And this is what families will be living in. Listen to me. This is the U.N. plan. And this is what I talked about here called Agenda 1 Policies, okay, and it just says where they're going to herd us into urban ghettos. Uh, they've already tried, Doug, I'll, I'll click this off here, but they've already tried uh, to test some things. There is a guy, um, and his name jumps out of my head, but he was an Obama advisor, and he came up with a plan for the Minneapolis-St. Uh, Paul area to where if you live close to the inner city, you paid less gasoline tax than the people who lived on the suburb in the fringes of the city. And so they've already done this kind of thing to incentivize people to move into these areas. Huge developments in San Francisco. Now, I don't know what the status is now, given the fact San Francisco is falling apart. But if you go back 10 years ago, this was a big, big deal. They want to hurt us into concentrated areas. In fact, actually, um, I, I, we get a little break here. I'll go. I'll go in and I'll pull up something called America2050.org. The same advisor to Obama has a website now. I think he's now sold the website, but he had a website called America2050. And you may have heard of this. And you mentioned the Hunger Games. There were to be eleven regions, uh, megalopolis regions, you know, like Phoenix, Tucson. Uh, in Colorado would be Fort Collins all the way to Pueblo along the Front Range. And they would have 11 of these. And each one of the 11 would have 6 million people. Now, listen to this, Doug. This is what's coming for America. 6 million people times 11 is 66 million. We're sitting right now at an estimated 340 million people. Where the hell are the 290 million people? Now, before you answer... I want to go to the Deagle report that you can no longer access, but I have it at the commonsenseshow.com. The Deagle report calls for this kind of a reduction in population by the year 2025. Do you remember the Deagle report? Absolutely. I've viewed it many times. You know, I'll, I'll throw in a caveat. COVID happened in 2019 to 2020. The injection started in 2020 for the average person who freaked out and got their one, two, three, or four shots between 2021 and 2020. When I talk to I, our, our faction of DHS, got to have a conversation with the head of CDC. I forget her name. Um, I Walensky, asked a question. Rochelle Walensky. She's not yeah. retired. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I asked her a question directly um, through the little chat room box that you can a ask questions on. And I said, what happened to the lab rats that you guys at the CDC gave the COVID vaccine to that supposedly only had a four to five year 
lifespan based off the life cycle of the lab mice and died as because of the shot. When are you going to address that with the um, complications of the human patients now? And I got zero response. So let me add that to the Deagle report, which will also generate reasons for the lockdowns. Here it comes. When people started getting their injections in 2020, you started the time clock on your body. Now, if any of this holds sway to what their original experiments were were leading to, if the lab mice got the injection and their lifespan lasted an estimate of four to five years comparison to a human, then you could very well see the first wave of die-offs in 2024, Mm -hmm. 2025, and potentially then the second wave, then the third wave, all right? Most likely, the people who got the two to three shots will die first, and then the people who got two shots, and then the person who got one shot, right? That's That's the thinking on my end. So you could easily guess there could be millions of people walking around with a living time bomb in their body, waiting for that X hour. We're already seeing it. We don't have to wait. We're already seeing it. You talk to anyone in the life insurance companies that will talk to you off the record, they're paying out record claims, and the lifespan in America since the advent of the lockdown has declined in America by two years. We're one year behind Cuba now. Uh, look, uh, Look at these projections, Doug. Look, at this is from the Deagle Report. This is what I preserve, copy and paste. Uh, remember, co- everyone everyone thought this was going to be because of nuclear exchange. Yeah, well, it, there might be a war involved here, but there might not be. But look at this. The population estimated 2013 was 316 million. Look at what they forecast, 69 million. What did I just say? 66 million. And I'll pull that up here in just a second, too. But this is really interesting because I want you to look at a couple of things here. Look at the military budget in 2013, $726 billion. Look at it down here, $8 billion. This country has had its ass kicked. Uh, look at the per capita GP, uh, GDP, 13300 in 2025. Look what it was in 2013, four times that amount. Uh, look at here, gross domestic product, $921 billion, and it was $17 trillion here. This is catastrophe for America. This has been projected. Um, this is, I just, like I said, Doug, I, I, I'm almost speechless beyond words because this is all coming together. Um, for those of you what's, listening. What's your reaction to the deal? What, what do you, what, what's your reaction to what you just saw? Well, for those of you listening on radio right now, uh, you can go and find this Deagle report on the common sense show.com. Yeah. And you can see that. In 2013, we had a lot of money, a lot of people. 2025, we did not have a lot of money. We did not have a lot of people to the estimate that America was struck severely. What are things that can take down the population like this? Let's go ahead and add them up. Go ahead. Pandemics, grid down scenarios, um, vaccine injury slash vaccine, mass die off deaths, and war. Now, it does not have to be a contracted war between nation states. Once you take down the grid, you take down antibodies. We're not getting medicine. We're not getting the fresh water, the fresh food, not having air conditioning in homes alone. This summer would kill probably millions of people, millions of people, especially in the elderly, especially those that are um, have autoimmune disorders during the winter. Right. So that's another thing that they want is to take down the grid. The Biden administration had discussed um, having rolling blackouts from West Coast they to East Coast. They still are. They still are. And no one can survive this madness. What about people on CPAP machines? What, yeah. about, what about people who need electricity to survive because of the medical uh, machines that they're using? Uh, this, this is totally disregard of human life. They have complete disregard of human life. And this is about calling the herd. This is what uh, the, the newfound king over there in Britain has talked about many times. If I die, I hope I can come back as a virus and kill most of the planet. 
This is what these sick people want. And Dave, for the life of me, besides going and staking out Bilderberger, besides going out to the Bohemian Grove and setting the whole damn thing on fire, what can people do on a nationwide scale to prevent this that doesn't incur the wrath of the government? Nothing. The wrath of the government will always be there. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, and, and you know what this does? They kill hope. They kill hope. They want, they know for a fact, if we want to take this country over, we can, we will, we shall. There's no stopping us. It's we, the people who are in the damn government. It's we, the people who are in the military and law enforcement and the medical field and the workers and so on and so forth. We outnumber the little political elite, but they hold this dangling object over your head called retirement just look the other way don't rock the boat doug you know how many times i got told that when i was in the federal government doug don't rock the boat don't worry don't raise your hand don't complain and bitch because something's going wrong just go with the flow and and you'll be left alone and the eyes won't shine down upon you for so many who just looked the other way and didn't speak out didn't act out this is where we are now dave it may be too late it may be too late yeah um let me show you here ladies and gentlemen i'll describe this verbally for our radio audience and uh, like we have in other things but what we're entering into and what i talked about the apartment that i showed visually and i described three to five hundred square feet we're looking at what's called the mega city concept. This is what they're taking us into. And I want you to be mindful of this comment. It's for the people who they're going to let live. Okay. Now the mega city concept, it says right here, August 27, 2014, I exposed the mega cities concept called the America 2050 plan. And I could remember Obama's advisor. It's right there. It's Mike Krulig. Okay. And he was Obama's first community activist mentor. And he devised this plan called America 2050. You can see I have the, the links if you can see this visually. Now, there's a visual that was on the America 2050 site. I don't know if it's still there, but I duplicated it on the commonsenseshow.com. And I list the 11 mega city regions. And if you can see this um, uh, visually here, you can see what they are. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, you can see. And here are the numbers here. 316 million Americans from 2013 census will go to 66 me- 66 million mega city dwellers, which equals 250 million missing Americans. Now, this is forecast in Deagle. This is something different. This is Obama's advisor said, I created this thing called America 2050, high speed rail, all these things that we're hearing about now, getting rid of the cars. Hey, Doug. This is, you can see right here, I'm not making this stuff up. Yep. They brought Judge Dredd to the policy board, and they're trying to make it a real thing. Yeah, that's that's what we're looking at. And let's speculate. Can they theoretically accomplish this? Yes. What is the biggest resistance to it? The American military that, here's the formula. The American military will try to execute a coup if 70% of the people they estimate are rising up. And I hear this over and over, Doug. I don't know if you've come across this or not, but I've been told this, oh, I'm going to say four or five times now from respected sources. The reason they didn't follow through on the attempted coup with Benghazi to rescue Ambassador Stevens, because the Americans wouldn't have accepted it at that time. I don't think we're at the 70% level. What do you think? I think chaos just needs a gentle push. That's what I think. I, and I think, I think that gentle push is when the inflation bubble on the petrol dollar bursts, the housing collapses, your finances collapses in the stock markets. You don't have a CD anymore. Your savings account is liquidated to include your checking account to help with the uh, over budget, the negative budget that's now within the Federal Reserve because Congress gave itself the power to suck all of your money that is a digital asset 
straight out and back into the federal government. You'll be yeah. left with whatever you have in your home. And if they turn off the lights, you will be selling and bartering everything in your possession to be able to pay for what? The eggs, the the milk, the cheese that's still somewhat cold or warm, you know, down down the street. It'll, you'll be left with nothing. Um, if they take out the power, if they take out the power, probably 80% of Americans will not be able to have fresh water because around 80% of Americans are reliant upon city utilities. That's the last that I, I followed on that. Um, that. That might change. Now, for those of us who live on whales, well, all I have to do is be able to, you know, rig a generator. No, no, they're going to get you off your land. They're going to get you and me off oh. our land. So you have to understand, it's the mega cities concept, Doug. It was Agenda Twenty One policy to create the wild lands. Well, and- it was a, it was a, it was a, oh, Biden. <laughs> you got me saying that now. Uh, it was Biden who recently signed. What was this last year? The year before last. He signed a executive order that would buy 400 million acres for the federal government for uh, national forest and around 200 million acres. Yeah, it's just the beginning. That would it was, be, it that was would just, be for federal property. It was just the beginning. Uh, just the beginning, Doug. The wildlands, you may have seen the map. It's red and yellow. And it basically, and, and I'll give you the visual. In the Hunger Games, when the gladiators were being taken on the the high-speed bullet train to Capital City, which is really Denver on their map for Pan Am, um, you saw nothing. Wild land. That's all you saw. They kept visually going to it. They'd have a discussion in the train car about what was coming up in these gladiator games. But then they'd flip and show you the visual outside where there was nothing there. That's the Agenda 21. By yeah, the way, they're already Susan, having those. Yeah, well, I'm just saying they're going to make. Listen, there's a reason why they're letting the Chinese buy up all the farmland. Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland. Carbon yep. capture teams are going on lands in eight states now in America, and I'm going to be doing a big story on this. Um, and they're wrecking farmland with these carbon capture programs and destroying farmers' land without any compensation, no eminent domain. They're already starting to try to move people out. Well, they, and, they, and when they take the food, Doug, they'll tell you, you want food, you got to come to the city. Absolutely. You want medical care for your child who's disabled exactly. or, for, or for your parent. It's always the heartstrings that they hit. Doug, it's hearts and minds. We are out of time, but we need to come back tomorrow night and do this for the follow-up. We're not done. We're not done. No. Um, let's create a schematic for what we've covered and kind of lead this and systematically say, these are the false flags we think that they can employ, maybe all of them. And don't forget about Project Bluebeam. These alien disclosures are being done for a reason, and they're really orchestrated. But uh, we'll come back here again. Uh, we're, our intention right here is not to scare you. It's to raise your alarm bells because these people are not on your side. They don't care whether you live or die. Their benefactors have said they want 90% of you gone. That means dead. And that's from Ted Turner to Jacques Cousteau to Hillary Clinton to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, they all want 90% of the population gone. And you're learning in this presentation the beginning of how they're going to accomplish that. I hope humanity rises up. May God intervene and may we be worthy of his intervention. Get on bended knee, pray for forgiveness, and ask God to help us. Doug, good job. We're flat over time. So let me- we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. 
But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.